What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here at Paddy Power, when we say there's a power price enhancement, we mean there's enhanced odds on a bet on UK and Irish racing each afternoon in shop every 20 minutes. Feel the power inside your local Paddy Power. Max stake 50 euro or 25 each way. In shop only. Excludes betting machines. Applies to singles and each way singles only. One bet per customer. Offer period runs between 1 and 4 p.m. but may vary. T's and C's apply. Play safe. 18 plus. Gamblingcare.ie. Ask staff for more details. Hello, Ireland. Trinsio on Shaw. At Trinsio, we help people make things lighter, greener and more efficient. Better for the environment and for you. We just moved here and we're looking for finance professionals to join the team and help us make things even better. At Trinsio, you'll shape what we become. Join us today. Grow your career at trinsio.ie. Welcome to Survivor NSFW. Johnny Fairplay, holy shit, I tell you what, playing Survivor for me was was awesome. Playing the game, meeting people, this, that, and the other. Doing this podcast with you and being able to talk to the legendary Sari tonight is, <laughs> it, it's, gotta, it's gotta be one of the top uh, moments in podcasting for me thus far with you, Johnny. Uh-huh. Thank you, thank you, that's very sweet. And you're right on. <laughs> I do what I do. I mean, uh, I, the, the little known fact, but I, I would, I would, I would guess uh, the majority of our listeners and viewers, if you're uh, watching on Patreon, um, I played Survivor with Sari. I don't know if Sari knows this. Uh, we were on the, <laughs> we, we were. On, we were on the same season together. Do you remember that? <laughs> I do. I do. I kept trying to lie with him, but he wasn't having it. All that he kept is, grandma mm. oh yeah no, that's not true all right well, let, let's uh let, let's we're you know uh this is fun we're, we're amongst friends so let's let, let's let's do a peek behind the curtain because that that's the that's the fun thing about doing podcasts uh here uh i don't know about others but but this one at least we uh um we went out to go do survivor micronesia fans versus favorites one together and uh and and as we're flying out they go uh okay no talking no like you know just keep your head down no no communication no nothing and um we get to all right so we fly from los angeles to hawaii right hawaii to manila and then manila to guam oh wow i forgot manila yeah okay I I, re- I remember Manila because okay. 
me and me and Yao Man are walking through the airport, and I got my head down, and they're throwing up the fair play signs. I mean, <laughs> like, l- like literally over a hundred people are throwing the fair play signs. Followed by Yao Man, Yao Man, Yao Man, and it's people, just people were recognizing you guys in, in Manila. Manila. Wow, in Manila, yeah, Survivor's okay. big, big in the Philippines. So, so I, so I'm, I'm getting chastised by whoever our handler was at, at the. I don't even remember, but I, I, I know I'm getting yelled. They're just like, uh, not cool. I'm just like, I ain't done shit. <laughs> <laughs> just like you know, he trust me. Anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I will be a problem, but I'm not yet. <laughs> like you know, I I can't control fandom. So uh, so that's not, and, and I can't remember. It was one of those. Pla- I, I it was probably, I think it was the Hawaii airport. All right. So when uh, eight days before we left is when the whole Bonaduce incident happened. So. Right. Uh, um, we were at whatever, as I said, I want to say the Hawaii, we, we were at one airport for a while and, uh, um, it was either us weekly or people met one of those had me and Bonaduce like, like on, uh, it might've been just life and stuff, whatever. One of those had a picture of me and Bonaduce on the, on, on the front of the magazine. So I'm just sitting there reading and, and it just come out. At like, you know, like, like I'm looking at the newsstands at the airport. I'm like, holy shit, this is our, you know, so I'm just like intimidation, motherfuckers. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just on the read. I'm just like, yep, just read the celebrity magazines. <laughs> oh, is that, is that me on there? <laughs> He's so humble. Oh, God. <laughs> so, so this, I got to so, deal with this guy every fucking day. So this is steps one and two to to, you know, me in uh, uh, intermingling amongst the the other quote unquote favorites. So so we, we actually get to the, the pregame Ponderosa and uh, I believe it's Erica Shea. Uh, she's just like you guys know the rules, no talking, no no blah blah blah. And I and I pull Erica aside. I go, Erica, we're some grown ass men and women here. We've done uh, pre pre strategize like crazy. I assure, like, and she's like, I don't want to hear that. And I'm like, well, we have, and it's done. Whatever alliances are made have been made. Nothing changes the next four days while we're doing this stupid press and and sitting here being tre- treated like children. I'm just you, like, do you know what's the problem with that fair play? What? I never pre-strategize with anybody. Well, Nobody that's with me. They don't call me. Call me. I might talk to you. <laughs> don't Sandra it. It's okay. You're doing you 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 are doing right so far. So anyway, so so it's just like I was like I was like Erica. I'm like, will you treat us like adults? We promise we're not gonna like whatever strategies has already been done. We won't yeah. anymore. We we you let us be and, and for the first pre-jury Ponderosa that that I'm aware of, it, it might have happened again. I've never I it never happened before and 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 I'm not aware of it happening again. And you might because you you played about 18 more times since then. <laughs> you got jokes. <laughs> so uh well my, my my good friend boston rob has two it's okay <laughs> they'll let you play with some fans one time it'll be great you'll like it'll be it'll be a lot of fun so anyway, so, so you know so, what you do right what's that 
Don't I, let us have to get in the wrestling ring. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm frightened of you. So, uh, so, so there was that I'm aware of. There was uh, so, so Erica Shea was just like, hey, all right, you guys can talk, but if you see anyone of importance show up here, right. don't. So, and then we're just like, cool. So, yeah. uh, so, so me and Ozzy, we sneak off pretty, pretty rapidly. He, he had, uh, he had brought, uh, uh, he had brought it probably a half ounce of marijuana with him. He had, he had, he had it just shoved down his, he had it, he had it shoved down his underwear. And I, I'm just like, uh, I'm like, Ozzy, like, what the fuck are you thinking? And he was just like, dude, he goes, well, but, but think about it. They were rushing us through so much security, just trying to, they're just like, you know, don't look at them. Don't look at And they were just, you know, so it's just like, if you, if you're you know, ever, locked up abroad. Well, but he, but his feeling is if you're ever gonna, gonna travel, you know, like, like with like, then is the time. I mean, because, you know, like, like, you know, either they're going to, they're going to fly us through security super fast, or if you do get busted, there's going to be someone going, you gotta let them go. <laughs> so, so that was his i mean you know we we both know ozzy i mean i wouldn't call him the greatest strategist of all time so and, and flying with drugs should be no different for him <laughs> i think ozzy could beat you too though ozzy doesn't understand how to work out work a podcast we're, we're good there so and yeah. i love ozzy i got i got i got no beef with ozzy unless it comes to a charity event <laughs> so, anyway, so, uh, so I can't remember. It's either me or Ozzy. We get an apple, and we, we sneak off. We're getting high, and and uh, and and Ozzy, of course, immediately breaks the rule on on the no strategy. Goes, uh, does this does this buy me a few days? Fair play. I was like, honestly, you were probably at first out. I'm like, you're looking at day six now. You're you're welcome. So so I've I've broken the rule there, and then. And then that night, I can't remember if it was that night or the next night. The 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 last two people to to be awake are you and I, and we stayed up probably till I don't know two three in the morning watching the Boondocks. You had never seen the Boondocks, and I I showed you the and you're just like, fair play, you a cool motherfucker. Like I <laughs> know you were this cool, but out there if you want to be cool, we can be cool. So Sari broke the rule that. <laughs> Because <laughs> that sounds like an alliance to me. <laughs> and for the record, I was all in. So, like you, 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 you won me over that evening as well. And uh, so, no, so don't think that we did not have an alliance. And uh, it, and 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 post post survivor, you're uh, you're one of the highlights. Every time I, I get to hang out with, with some survivors, seeing you is is uh, is is amazing. And thank you. Now I'm, I already cash after you do all that. I mean, said a little bit. No, I appreciate that fair play. You know, I feel the same. We went to where we go, Japan or somewhere. We went together. We 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 went to Japan. We, we had 14 flights in 12 days. <laughs> That's not a joke. But, no, it was yeah. fun. Well, I, I mean, well, parts of it was. Was it, was <laughs> it like a, a tour that you guys did? Is that when you yeah. guys did like military based you, stuff? U.S. Armed Forces tour, yeah. So we had fourteen flight. Like the my the the highlight of that trip was uh, Big Tom's in love with Sari. This is not oh. a secret. He, he, will, <laughs> he will he will tell you. And, and and every morning, well, every every night, Big 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 Tom would would see if uh if if Japanese beers would would have the same effect as American beers, and they did even more so some sometimes. But uh, but but Big Tom would he he would he would. He would find Sari in the morning. He goes, Sari. He goes, uh, 
you, you're not a very nice person. Serena's like, well, what, what did I do? And he goes, I was scratching on your door like a cat in heat. <laughs> he did. He goes, I done paid about $60 to the hotel. You <laughs> wouldn't me in. <laughs> you know, Big Tom is my guy, too. Big Tom is my guy. You know, I haven't met anyone through this experience that I just don't like. Everybody's pretty cool. You know, they're regular people. I kick it with regular people in real life. And if I didn't like you, you know, I just didn't talk to you as much. But yeah. I seem like everybody's nobody that's like really well, there are some people that are annoying, but not like extremely annoying that I don't like anybody. Yeah, yeah like m- most people. Yeah, we all have something in common that got us on the show. So typically everyone's cool, especially if you like like Survivor. Now, there are those people that, you know, recruited type people who don't give a shit about Survivor. Once they play, they're done and they just kind of. I mean, Johnny and I kind of deal with some of those people from time to time, right, Johnny? They're the best. They're... <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you this, Sari. So you played four times. So obviously, uh, were you a big fan before your first time, or were you like Johnny and, and recruited? Tell me about your, you, just how you got on to begin with. You know, I was a fan. I watched from the first season. My mom and I actually watched, watched together, and she picked Richard Hatch to win. She wow. told me. Who'd you pick? Different. You know what? Whoever my mom said, because I was younger then. Uh, I had to <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. knows best. <laughs> um, but she said it. She said, uh, that guy who's feeding him because he was getting him food, she said he's going to win. And sure enough, he did. She didn't stick with it after, but I watched it every year. I was like hooked. And I used to download the application every year, but I was younger. So I was moving around more. I wasn't just in the house. Um, and by the time I would go to fill out the application, because it was like this thick, you were signing your life away. I'm yeah. like, what? Um, I would, the time would expire. So I would just end up throwing it away, throwing it away. And then, uh, Finally, after I slowed down in life a little bit, I moved to Walterboro, South Carolina as an uh, agency nurse. I'm a nurse in the operating room. Actually, I'm director of the operating room right now. Um, my sister lives in Columbia. She said, you know that stupid show? Yeah, Cicely. Mm-hmm. That stupid show you like, they're going to be around the corner from me tomorrow. I was like, what you mean? She said, they're going to be at a, a car place or something open. On-. I said, I'll be there. The rest is history. Wow. So, so it was a dream come true then as, as a fan for you to get on the show. Now, now you literally are one of the most legendary, most memorable, badass Survivor players of all time, in my opinion. I, I, I absolutely loved you every time I see you play. Is it weird to be known at, on this such a high pedestal? I mean, do you feel like, wow, like, I don't deserve that? or You know what I mean? Like, what is your feelings about everyone thinking that you're just this great survivor player you know it is a little weird because i don't feel that way like even just now when you said you're one of the most legendary it sounded like to me you said fat ass survivors jeff probes used the word legend on 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 your on your monumental last vote out without a vote uh crazy he used the word legend probably 18 times to describe you. And, and I'm sitting there and I, and, and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sitting on the couch and, and, and I'm looking over at my family. I go, you know, they're doing a legend season and they're just like, 
what maybe and i'm just like he just said legend 18 times there's <laughs> he's he just casted the first person on the season <laughs> like pay attention like accidents do not happen <laughs> uh you know it's weird because i am regular like regular, regular. Uh, no, no for real for real i'm not sorry, doing I've it hung, you are you are not you you Listen, are you you, you play no, I was shocked that they picked me. What actually, you can ask. Oh, I don't know if they're still there because some of my Erica Shea was there though. I thought they felt sorry for me and you know, like me out in the field when I did the audition. It was like, oh, let's just bring out the LA, you know, just so she can get the little experience. Right hand of God, I, really, I didn't feel like I. I don't know. I was like the girl on the couch, the fat chick. They really don't That's do That's fine, but 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 you they I think they saw that that inner drive in you. I mean, like we we've broken down the casting process in in previous previous episodes, and you know they they do have you know they're just like you know the the all American guy. They're like that guy's gonna do pretty good, and you know, and then they have the 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 soccer mom. They're like you know she's gonna you know do, but like. The 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 crazies the 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 first out crazies you know like your big windies and 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 your 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 characters <laughs> like that you know possibly your Billy Garcia's you know whatever like you're 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 not a wild card I think they they didn't they didn't go hey she she's a first boot Let, let's watch this you know the, let's watch this train wreck so no uh, I they no way no I I I'll think I think that, I see you I felt like long as I'm not the first one, just don't be the first one. I felt like, oh, especially once I saw all the people. I got to tell you this story. So we're in, uh, in uh, at the Doubletree, right? And they have you. You're not allowed to say the hotel. Oh, oops. No, it's okay. Yeah. That out. <laughs> I don't think it's okay. <laughs> at the hotel yeah. and, you know, they give you your time frame when you can come out and everything. So this particular, this probably was like day three. This is when they used to keep you for 10 days, right? Sure. Yeah. So they, they had a movie night. So, you know, nobody's really interested in a movie, you know, to get you out the room. And they had, a, uh, I think it was Pirates of the Caribbean or some nonsense. So, I, of course, I like everybody. I go to the movie night to see, you know, the people. Do they, I mean, like, do they take you to, like, the movie, the, the Santa Monica movie theater? No, or, no, like, no. or in the hotel? They had uh, made for movie night in the hotel. Right, so everybody tell you come watch the movie at nine o'clock or whatever, whatever. So you're so in we, a room. With, you're in the room with other uh, finalists. Competition. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's uh-huh. nice. Yeah, no, I was just stuck in the room. <laughs> no, it's not so nice, and I'm gonna tell you why. Oh, okay. So I come out and go to the movie, and the room is filled when I get there, and I see what I consider my competition because she's the only other African American chick oh, there. Yeah. Right. And when I tell you, I looked at her, she looked like uh, she could be Vanessa Williams and Serena Williams' love child. You she could do. Like and track and swam for a living. You she could do. And her hair was blowing in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I went back to my room after it was over. I called my husband crying. I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I got I, I I was like a last minute deal. So there was two of every single person in that final thing, but me. Uh, 
There's two Ruperts, two Burtons, two to Sur- two, yeah. two, two, everybody. But there was, and, and so when I go in front of Les Moonves and they're just like, you know, what do you think? I'm like, I think there's fucking one of me. <laughs> Unless you're casting two mullet head, you know, tie dye guys, I think I'm fine. <laughs> well, you know, you know what's yeah. interesting is so you you got and Johnny, you act like this was a big shock. So Sari was saying how they pulled her and all of the finalists to watch a movie. So she's like, ah, I'm gonna go check out you know the other cast people basically. Well, we did something similar on when I was out in L.A. and I, I can't recall at the at the present time, but. There was an episode of Survivor airing when we were at the L.A. Finals. And they oh, wow. brought us down into like a, a conference room with a big screen. And we literally sat there and watched this episode of Survivor. But I'm sitting there looking at all the people because I'm like, well, I'm most likely I'm going to be on a tribe with these people. And uh, right. so the whole time, like I'm just looking at people's body language and stuff but that's a very similar thing that happened and johnny that wow that 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 seems shocking to you johnny yeah i didn't i I don't know when they started doing that and and i would have i mean you know i do you do you think that they were taking notes and watching you guys interact or absolutely absolutely Absolutely. that that was part of it yeah see that with with because that's the only reason who cares about their pirates of the caribbean i mean i mean you know it was a good movie or whatever but no i mean i'm I'm thinking psychologically maybe dr liza was like look it's a bit much keeping these guys locked in locked in a room for 10 days you you got let's let's i you know i could see dr liza you know going to casting saying give them this versus the social experiment of the interaction i don't know because the interaction was so thick i I love it i love i mean i've never heard of this before i think it's really cool but yeah no we didn't have that i mean like i was on like i had like all right so in my room i brought two cases of Coors Light with me and I, I brought marijuana with me in, in the room. And then so, so the people that were in charge of watching us. All right. So, and also like I hooked up the, uh, like I unhooked the cable and, and I ran it to a VCR. So I had on every channel over a hundred, I had whatever, like I had everyone's room number, the pay-per-views that they were ordering. So every night, like around like 10 o'clock, all the people that were supposedly yeah. watching us, they would come to my room. We, we were watching old school and, and whatever was on pay-per-view and stuff. Uh, we were drinking. They were drinking my beers and uh, and a few of us smoked weed in the hotel room. Wow. See, I was a good teacher. <laughs> I was supposed to be there anyway. I was towing the line. <laughs> no, I did. I like. I, I was breaking every rule. And then, the, and they come there. They're like, "Hey, there's a drug test, but you know, we're gonna give you the, we'll give you the eggy." I went, and so they, the, you know, one of one of the same dudes or girls that was smoking weed with me, like you know, two nights before or even the night before, she goes, "Okay, they're gonna come in about uh, uh twenty minutes for for your drug test." So I had brought like a thing of a uh, golden seal, like a, uh, and I, I I ate probably like like thirty golden seal pills. And then I went and, and took my. Did uh, it work? Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually care because I mean Ozzy's there. <laughs> yeah. Um. I don't know. Like here's here's the story. I we've never told this on the podcast, and it's so good that that you know we'll you will. Today's the day, folks. You, uh, you, if, if, if you 
If you are wanting a reason to go Patreon, help the cause, go to patreon.com slash survivor NSFW and, and, and help the beast here. It's $5. You get the video version of this $10. You get the Q and a and all that stuff. Try it for one month, please. And I'm going to tell you the greatest story of all time. If everyone agrees and you're just going to do it. So here we go. Um, Bobby John. (laughs) Bobby John. Bobby John did. uh, Now, uh, now this is strictly rumor and innuendo, and I'm not trying to implicate anybody, get anybody in trouble. May or may not be true. Might might be the greatest tale of, 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 of fan fiction ever written. I do not know. I'm not accusing. I think it's an amazing story either way. But here's what I heard. So when Bobby John went back for his his second what, what he did a season and then he went back was it was it Guatemala was his second season is that right whatever his second season was okay whatever his second season was Bobby John is invited back so they okay. call they call him up and they go uh, hey Bobby John um we uh uh we need you to do a drug test he's like uh, okay so they fly him, <laughs> they fly him to Los Angeles, you know, to do the, you know, the psych, you know, like, like we all do the psych test. And, and, you know, even though he's already done it, they have to have a freshman on record. So anyway, so they do it and he goes back home to Kentucky or wherever the hell, I think it's Kentucky. And, and anyway, they call him up and they go, uh, they're like, Bobby John goes, yeah. And they go, uh, we got, uh, got the results of your drug test. He's like, yeah. And they're like, uh, we got some bad news. He's like, really? And they're like, yeah, they're like, you tested positive for cocaine. <laughs> He's like, oh, he Bobby like, John, you don't put your business in the street. Go ahead, Johnny, tell it. <laughs> he was like, that's crazy. I can't believe that. And they're like, yeah, we can't either. <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. And they're like, all right, well, um, we need a clean drug test here. You know, like, oh. you know, if, if we fly you back here, do you, you know, do you like? We'll fly you next week. So, you know, marijuana is only in your, or, or, or uh, uh, cocaine is okay. only in your system for two days. So, you know, we don't know what's going on, but next week we need you to come here and we need a clean, clean test. And he's like, okay. I mean, I don't know, but all right, I'll be there. So, anyway, <laughs> so they fly him back and, you know, he does the test again. They fly him back home. And they go, uh, Bobby Johnny goes, yeah. They're like, uh, we got the, we got your drug test back. He's like, all right. They're like, you failed for cocaine again. <laughs> and he was like, I don't believe it. And they're like, yeah, we don't either. <laughs> like, what is going on here? They're like, look, man, we're gonna keep you off the show. They're they're like, this ain't go- like we have to have a clean test. And he was like. Can I be honest with y'all? And they're like, uh, sure. He goes, look, I like cocaine, but I don't see it here. And I ain't got, I ain't got nobody's got no cocaine here. So when y'all fly me to Los Angeles, I call my friend with cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) He brings it right over. (laughs) Uh, So you come here and get high. So, so, so once again, rumor and innuendo, probably folklore, who knows, but supposedly they're just like, so if we test you in Kentucky, you'll pass. He goes, no problem. I ain't got none. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. So I, once again, I have no clue. I'm not, I'm not pointing the finger. And, and this is back. I mean, this, this is back in the early two thousands when cocaine was fun and, and all the kids were doing it. So let's, let's not point and judge. It's okay. <laughs> Matt, you know, I like to pull back the curtain as we like to say, and, and I, I am happy 
that that you you know that you can come to me whenever you have a problem. Yes. And that I mean that's that's where we are in our relationship. I I, I feel that like uh, I, I'm 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 a friend. I'm a confidant, and and I would never never lead you astray or embarrass you in any way. And uh, and let's just be honest. You have a problem with premature ejaculation. <laughs> <laughs> Just the facts, Jack. Listen, it's not unusual. In fact, up to 39% of men experience it, Matt. It, it, is the fun ending too quickly? You want to maintain your erections for longer? Look, the deeper issue isn't timing. Premature ejaculation can make men feel down on themselves, creating a vicious cycle of, of sexual anxiety. Matt, tell me some of the other things that you feel anxious about oh man i i I get anxious when i have to get a haircut and their scissors are getting close to my beard man i can't get that 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 makes me anxious but uh, well that and 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 most guys aren't thrilled at the thought of opening up a door to a doctor and talking about performance problems right matt Uh, I don't know. What? <laughs> you know, having a positive mental state is good and all uh, of itself, but it can also be the key to better lovemaking. And in your case, Matt, it helps guys gain control when crunch time hits. That's what we call a win-win-win. Wow, a triple win. Oh, my gosh, man. That, that's good stuff. Hey, well, the solutions is forhims.com, the wellness brand for men. Look. Are you worried about timing, Matt? Yes, we know you are. Well, it's time you stopped worrying and started lasting longer. For Jesus Christ's sake, Matt, you have a beautiful wife. She's she's contacted me about this as well. Look, it's it's it's, it's simple. Visit forhims.com to get convenient and affordable treatment for your early arrivals. Look, they connect you to a doctor online who can evaluate you and help you identify the right treatment for you. Best yet, it can be delivered right to your door in discreet packaging because you don't want everyone to know this about you, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) And this means no more awkward in-person doctor appointments. So look. If you want to slow your roll and make the good times last, go to forhims.com slash fair and the number 10. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash F-A-I-R one zero. Now, when you do this, I got a special offer for you, Matt, and for people like you. You can get started for just $10, and we can stop this premature ejaculation that you're always telling me about. Damn, just $10. That's had it. I, had I known about this long ago, <laughs> I would be a changed man. So, listeners, be sure <laughs> to go to forhims.com slash fair10. So, right now, do it. 10 bucks. it's the offer. And you do not want to be going to the doctor humiliated about this problem. Yeah. I, I know. Uh, Personally. 
Yeah, and, and Johnny, I mean, it's this may help with your micro penis issue that you have. No, I mean, I don't think I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think this is this is your problems that we're addressing head on because it's you know you much like thirty nine percent of men experience this. Oh, so that's funny. Well, right on. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, so, Suri, so, you know, you played four times, Suri. After your first time, when you get called to play your second time, were you just super pumped? Like, oh, my God, they called me back again. Like, every, and every time after that, do you still get that excitement that you get when casting calls you? Or has it become just kind of, uh, at this point, like, uh you know, whatever. Here we go. Back back on the clock. Let me, let me get the you time card. <laughs> it, it's not. It's the same. Do you know why? Because I'm always scared. Because I'm never prepared. And I'm never, I'm always scared there's going to be some water challenges that I just ain't never going to really master that well. Um, and <clears throat> I never e- expected it to be, I didn't try it. When I tried out, I tried out as a bona fide fan, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't research anything. I didn't ask any questions i didn't even expect it to be a second time more or less a third or a fourth time so when they called the second time i was like <laughs> i was like really really excited the third time fourth time i got called a few times that i didn't actually make it on the show and each time i'm like oh my god after the first time you get cut every other time is like uh preparing to have a baby you know, you go in and it's that false labor. You're like, your baby going to come, especially if it's your first baby. You know what I'm talking about, Johnny. You go oh, yeah. all excited, ready, and they like, nah, go home. Lay yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, hero, heroes, villains. I, I, like, I think I was two weeks before we were supposed to leave, and they're just like, this is, this is the worst call I've ever made. I'm like, haha, real funny. And, you know. Yeah, uh, and some yeah. some some people got calls in February of this year and then got a follow-up phone call that was a shit phone call. Wow. I don't know who those people are. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, it's almost like they were going to do Legends or something. Oh, really? Is no. that what the word is? I don't know. I, I, well, I can tell you this. I'm wearing a t-shirt right now that says FTW, fuck the winners. So uh, <laughs> I mean that. <laughs> So what is your thoughts, Saria, on the, I mean, I know season 39 is coming up, but season 40 is, you know, everyone's talking about that. The old winter season. Are are you a fan of that concept or do you think it's not going to be that good of a show? Johnny is not a fan. Me, I'm, I'm excited to see it no matter what. I'm excited to see it no matter what, like you. However, they gonna have to bring it, like bring it, you know, now Maybe they're genius because they all have one, right? Mm-hmm. So putting them in the situation where it's an epic uh, season 40, all winners, everybody, it's going to be like a tap that dancer show. Everybody's going to be tripping over each other, in my opinion, to show what they got because you want to have to bring it. If you don't bring it, it's going to be like, rah, 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 rah. and yeah. you don't want to be the one to make it. Uh, uh, loss uh, or uh, the price is right. Boo. Yeah. So I think it could go either way. It could be really epic because they're going to pull out all the stops or everybody going to have they measuring stick out, measuring who the best winner is and it ain't going to get a good gameplay. Oh, I hold don't... on. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. I got a, 
I got my Peter meter here. Um, <laughs> it's either going to be that yeah. or mind blowing. Let, right. Let's mm-hmm. see. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, where do you start? Okay. Should have should have been a girl. Ninety-five uh, percent imagination. Seen better days, but not much. Just a teaser. Stop. Woman's home companion. Secretary's delight. It's For crazy. large girls and small cattle, home wrecker. <laughs> For barroom betting only, and wow! Oh, did you say? <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what would my what would my beard rate on your scale, Johnny? Oh, I think you a home record. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely for large girls and small cattle. <laughs> now, Sari, when you go out, do you guys carry around a Peter meter with you? Just that. No. All right. Well, I mean, S- invest. So, Sari, <laughs> as I as I've said, like. Your legendary status, right? So if you get called or when you get called the third time, let's say, or even the fourth time, do you feel pressure that the fans, you're the mighty Sari, right? So mm-hmm. you're just you're just a regular chick in your mind. But is, is there some pressure that you feel a weight on your shoulder being such a just character that is, is so beloved? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, the pressure comes in uh, when I think about all the people who do love me and show me like mad love. And I am just as regular chick. When I go like um, consecutive times, it makes me feel like I'm sort of playing for them. So the pressure comes in like, oh, my God, you got it. They expected you to win this time. What you going to do? You got to, you know, you got to do something, not just for them, but for my family as well. You know, it's like, oh, my God, you're getting I got a once in a lifetime opportunity four times. Right. So the expectation is like, all right, when already, Sim? You know what I'm saying? And that's how I feel like everybody's looking like, come on already. You going to win this time or not? Right. Well, you know, one of the most memorable things, because it's been, a, you know, fairly recent, was the challenge. You were in a challenge on Game Changers. It was a water challenge. And... Those are her favorite, Matt. Right. <laughs> she, but, she, loves, she loves talking about them, and she was, loves competing in them. It was an unbelievable, emotional, and dramatic <laughs> uh, for me as a viewer to watch. Everyone was, like, cheering you on just to complete the challenge. What was that? What was that like for you in the moment? In the moment, extremely embarrassing. Extreme. I wasn't thinking about oh, overcoming this, whatever. 
I was thinking about, damn, I'm gonna make my team lose. My <laughs> fat ass can't even get up on this platform. Why didn't I just? I didn't even think about like I should have just gave Michaela. I never, I'm never captain in four seasons. I was never, ever, ever, ever captain. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I'm captain in a water challenge like this. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking at the time, like, what am I gonna do? When am I just going to play me out if I say I want to give it to somebody? <laughs> I was thinking the whole time because I was nervous and I didn't want to be the reason they lost. Right. Uh, I don't know. It was just like people say, you know, oh, they did it for the TV and the drama. But I didn't really see anybody. I saw my life flashing <laughs> before my eyes. I saw my dignity flashing before my eyes. I was truly in it and as emotional as it seemed, that's what it was for me. And then when you watch it on TV, you know, it, it's, I look at Survivor, you know, in different phases, obviously, you know, playing the game and that whole experience and then, and then watching it on TV with your loved ones and your friends. Oh. And it's such a big deal. And uh, it's such a crazy experience. Watching that back, did you get emotional watching that play out? after the fact, you know, when you're watching on TV? I get, right now, I'm like trying to control like that little feeling where I want to be like. <laughs> no, that's, that's, that's beautiful. Cause I'm, the, dude, I am this crazy bearded, tattooed, hardcore looking guy. And, but I'm a family guy that cries over sappy. Like the other day when I, I everyone's posting this blind autistic kid on America's Got Talent, right? And I'm in my car watching it, and I'm fucking crying, right? And, and, and that's so, so I'm an emotional softy, so that's why I, I, I make cast. Matt cry. I make Matt cry every week we do a podcast. But so, so, so totally talk, unrelated. Talk me through, Sari. You're feeling these emotions right now, just even thinking about it. You're getting the chills, the goosebumps, whatever. What was it like watching it? Oh my god, I knew it was coming. I just, you know, try to prepare my family as best I could before it came without telling them because I didn't want to give it away. Um, you're, you're thinking you're, you're thinking they're going to be embarrassed and, and, and it's the exact opposite. Right. Right. To, you know what it is? You're exposed. People don't realize they I don't know. Maybe they think of the people that uh, were casted and the people who have agendas to go on the show. When it's people like us, like just regular degulars, you're exposing all of your weaknesses to the world. Yeah. They don't know that I'm ugly when I wake up in the morning. I don't wake up looking like that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> I've seen you in the morning. We we really had an alliance, sorry. Let me tell you. <laughs> okay, about that later. But um, to to show that for me, it's like, oh my God, they're gonna see that I couldn't get up on the platform and then the people at work, what are they gonna think? And um even though I was able to, like, I didn't just let it go because I was thinking about the boat. Believe me, I, when Jeff offered the boat, there was a, a struggle within me to not say, you know what, Jeff, bringing the boat. And the only reason that I didn't get on the boat was because I have three boys. And I, I wanted my three boys to, to see, like, listen, giving up ain't an option. If mama going to drown and die out here, then whatever you're trying to do in life, just don't give up. That's the only reason I didn't get on that boat. Otherwise, I'd have been like on the boat, like drying up, like, whoo. <laughs> but it was really, um, I don't know. that When I say to Jeff, like at the end, like it's altered my life in ways. 
people don't really realize. They think it's like a, a, a scripted little TV show and they're like, oh, none of that stuff is real. I, You know how I many arguments I have about is not being real, but it, 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 it really changes your um, structure like as a person when you suffer like that and when you're exposed like that and when you're just so vulnerable, people don't realize how truly vulnerable tough guys like you are out there. You're stripped bare. So you, all you get is what I got. And if I don't have enough or I don't feel like it's enough, sometimes that's a little heartbreaking. And that's the emotional part for me. Right. Right. We, we, we had a, we had Todd George uh, join us in uh, Nashville and Taj went out there thinking it was scripted. And then, you know, like, like, you know, about halfway through day one, she's like, oh, shit, this sucks. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then, you know, and then she's like, well, you know, might as well lose some weight. <laughs> so, <That's inevitable. laughs> so, so she said they, they've called her multiple times since then. They're just like, hey, you know, we'd like you to come back. And she goes, well, have you all scripted it yet? And they're like, no, she's like, then don't call until you do. <laughs> Good for her. I'll yeah. take her spot. <laughs> <laughs> you might have. <laughs> so you would play yep. again in a, in a heartbeat, Sari. Like Survivor oh. is something that you absolutely love. And you it love is. It. I'm just a glutton for punishment now. I don't know. It's like whether I win or not, every time I go, there's something I bring back. And I'm not going to bring back anything but a check, honestly. That yeah, was you ain't going for spiritual growth. No, you're just like, you're going for that. wallet growth. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Pocketbook growth, whatever you want to call it. But every time I come back, something happens, something occurs that makes you look, I guess when you're stripped of everything, you don't have nothing else to look at but yourself and your inner self and to see who you really are. And especially when you watch it back and you know what went on with the editing as far as, and, and when I say editing for the fans, let me just make it clear because you, they can't edit anything you don't do or say. Yeah. So they, CGI. I mean, like, so they're like, that wasn't me. I'm like, you said it. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> they didn't put it in your mouth. They can strategically place it, but yeah. they cannot edit anything you didn't do. So when you see, and I've been lucky because the editing <laughs> gods have loved me, but yes, when you man. see, certain situations and you think about it and you digress over it and you feel like that was kind of shitty I shouldn't have done that you know what I mean it makes you examine yourself on a higher level it just does for me I have have a couple of gameplay questions for you before we let you go Uh, you and you myself and Ozzy we were on fans versus favorites one together but then on game changers it's guns blazing. What? Where's where's the where's the heat? You know what it is. It's these new millennials and these new players. They, you know what? A lot of of uh, the people now are true fans. It's not like they went. I don't know if any of them were casted, but when you're a true fan and you watch and study the game like Zeke, you know what to do. You know it's no time. You know you got to hit the ground running, or else you're gonna get ran over. And when 20 people come with that same mindset, ain't no sit back relaxing and seeing what's happening. They already playing at wherever the hotel is they're going to because they're so excited. They've been waiting for this opportunity for years and years and years and years. And now they got this opportunity to talk about it with their parents and their friends. They're like, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And boom, here you go. Now what? And yeah. they're off and running. 
But they just, they, they just pitted you versus Ozzy and Ozzy versus you with, you know, because like we're sitting there watching. It's just like they should kind of be friendly, but there there won't no friendly. <laughs> Wait, I was trying to be Ozzy's friend. You can ask him. But, you know, I always try to be. I don't know why. Um, Like uh, strong male characters usually don't rock with me. And I, I'm well, not sure about well. <laughs> that they are fools because <laughs> I have seen <laughs> I have seen the queen. I understand and I am on board. So all right, that, that, I just I just never understand. I'm just like, damn man, I'm just you know, go with the go with the enemy you know versus the one you don't. Oh, hello. And who said I'm your enemy? That was the I, game know. I mean that I mean if, if if that has to be the case, still. Right. I mean so right. I try right. to put them on. Yeah, I know. All right, all right. Uh, uh, secondly, um, Johnny Fairplay on fans versus favorites. What are, the whole thing for? I mean, because people ask me about it, I've I've only watched it probably one and a half times. I like you know, I don't like seeing like it wasn't me. I, I mean, you know, I got my uh, I got my jaw shattered. I had four root canals, fifteen hours of surgery for over two days, eight days before I leave. I'm on every pain pill there is, and I and I don't do pill. I mean, like in my heyday of drugs, pills were not part of the the, the combination of of, right. of 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 operation. So mm-hmm. so that you know that wasn't my wheelhouse, you know. So I'm going, and you know they're just like you know, can you play without pills? And I'm just like, we'll find out. <laughs> like I I ain't stopping until we start. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, so I mean, because I I was I mean I I couldn't eat a sandwich for six months after that. I mean, it, it wasn't six days, it wasn't six weeks, six months. I couldn't bite into a sandwich. That was that was not you know in in the cards. So uh so. I, I, you know, people are just like, you know, what happened? I, I can tell you here, here's my observation. And this is just based on, you know, watching that episode one and a half times and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and remembering through a fog. I remember starting the game and Jeff goes, there's a hidden immunity idol and I'm just, and everyone's looking in the woods and digging and whatever stupid thing everyone was doing. And I'm just like, well, it's always somewhere obvious. I mean, like, has anyone never, you guys haven't watched the fucking show? Like, and so I'm just looking around the obvious. I'm like, Oh, right there. So I'm going towards it. Yao man sees that. I see it. Yeah. Grabs me from behind, pushes my head into the side of the boat. Grabs right. that. That's and Kill for it. the record, if I had gra- if I had got the idol, I was just gonna throw it in the fucking. O- I hate idols. Anyone that knows me knows hate a fucking idol more than life itself. I was just gonna throw it in the fucking ocean. Okay, let me just stop you right there. Okay. So if we ever get to play it again, <laughs> yeah. And you got that? I- hey, I don't throw it in the I, water. I have changed. I have changed my tune since then, Sari. I, 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 uh, I, I now have I now have two kids and uh, and bills. So no, I I think I'd hang on to it. I think. Uh, I mean, you can trust me. I would hold it. I know, I know, you would hold it for me. I, there's plenty of things I'd love for you to hold for me. Oh, watch out now! I say all these these things in fear. So so anyway, so that right there for I mean. As I said, my jaw shattered. I mean, you know, you look at the picture right there. There, I, I have braces. My my jaw is wired on on, on fans' respect. So anyway, so I'm like, fuck. I'm like, this is because 
you know, uh, I had, I don't, I don't know, I'm, I'm sure I showed you guys at camp. I had a white mouth guard and a pink mouth guard that they were going to let me wear during challenges. There was no reason to think when Jeff goes, come on in, guys, that, that we're going to have a fucking challenge. So I didn't have the mouth guard in. So, so I'm sitting there, I'm dying, like, I'm just like, okay, I'm in fucking pain. And so I go for a confessional interview. I'm just like, and and it's one of these young young punks that wasn't around my first season. And I'm just like, uh, I'm like, right, I'm dying. Producers now, executive producers. I, I know, I know. And I, I, and I love them all. They're so great. They're amazing. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm like, I'm dying. Like, I need some. And they're just like, you know, sorry. And so day two. The pain is worse, and I see James, and James is sitting there eating a eating something, and I'm just like, "What's that?" He goes, "Oh, they gave me uh, nicotine pills because I can't smoke, and so they're just like, you know, these or whatever smoke smoking pills." And I'm just like, "Oh, that yeah, right." Wow, she yeah. would have killed everybody on the island for right? a nicotine pill. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So so I go I I go to production again. I go, "Hey, motherfuckers." <laughs> this motherfucker looks like a Greek god. He's fucking chiseled, and he's inconvenienced by not having a cigarette, and you give him pills. I'm what? inconvenienced by a shattered fucking jaw. Can I please have something? And they go, no. And I'm like, that's it. Game over. I'm done. And 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 whoever that smart Alec producer was, he goes, what are you going to say? Bonaducci knocked your teeth out? And I'm like, I'm going to say I'm quitting for love. And he goes, who's going to believe that? I'm like, the same motherfuckers that believe the dead grandma lie. Day, right, right. <laughs> and that was it. Wow, I mean, I it, was, it was you game, set, match. For them. So, so that's all I really know. So as you as a player, what, mm-hmm. are, you, what are you seeing? Because as I said, it's all kind of kind of a blur because I was I was A in a haze from the from the fucking pills going into it and B in a haze from being in fucking pain. You know what it is the what that benefited you um, for me just from me being a, being there with you. I always thought your ass was crazy, so you was as crazy as you normally was. Honest to God, I really did. Outside of you telling us, you know, about your mouth guard and that you just had the thing, you was the same Johnny Fairplay that I expected. It wasn't that uh, I was a little shocked when they came when they said, you know, that Fairplay, whatever, whatever. I was like, what Fairplay? Um, but honestly, you didn't seem like the people on pills now are usually like slow and, and dragged down. You was just, maybe you was two notches lower than a thousand. Right. You know, I was thousand. just numbed. I mean, like I, I wasn't, I, I, I still had, you know, the, the heart of fair play here, but as I said, it, it's just a, it's just a blur to me because of, you know, of, of, you know, with everything. Well, I think you ever see the movie Shallow How? Yeah. I yeah. think, you know, I had the Tony Robbins syndrome going on. So I just saw fair play. I didn't Love see it. like all the alliances and you about to, I didn't see none of that. I was just scared for my life. So I, I didn't see nothing going on with nobody else. Shit. Okay. Okay. So well, you, you were, we did, we did talk about poverty going home first though. That was the first, that would have been the first boot if I had stayed. Y'all didn't talk about it with me. Okay, well, that was, <laughs> oh, wow. I was already split. As a matter of fact, when I went to talk to Dr. Liza, you know, because I watch, you know, all I can do, because I follow the rules, yeah. fair play, all I can do is watch what everybody's doing. 
And even without the direct contact, because yeah, Erica Shea was a little more lax than than in the previous seasons, but y'all wouldn't just outright having conversations. You well, just... well, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm talking when they, once the game started, I, Par- Parvati was the first target. Y'all might have discussed that, but the split who made the decisions yeah. had already occurred before we got playing a game. So yeah. had you not, you put me right in the middle because yeah. you left. Because yeah. there was already this side and it was already that side. Yeah. Now, my, my, my plan was Parvati. Well, all right. So I had a pregame alliance with Jonathan and Yao Man. And I've told the story. So Yao Man tells me, like, day one or two, I try, I'm, I'm like, Yao Man. So, like, you know, what do you do for fun? He goes, Oh, I don't, I don't, what do you, what do you, what are you trying to do? And I'm just like, What are you talking? And he goes, he goes, I don't talk during Survivor. This is work. I came here to work. I didn't come here to make friends and, and talk. And I'm just like, well, this is possibly the worst alliance I've ever had. And, and uh, fast forward an hour, I go into the woods with, to talk to, to Jonathan Penner. And Jonathan Penner goes, I call the shots. I make all the decisions. You shut up and do what I tell you. And I go, you know what? I stand corrected. This is the worst fucking alliance in the history of Survivor. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, okay. I'm just, I'm like, but I'm, I'm in with both of them. And I, I know that we're, we're voting collectively. Uh, Eliza's in with us and, and, and Amy's following Eliza. So I'm just like, all right, we have, I'm just like, first vote is, is, is poverty. She's dangerous. I think you <laughs> well, might have said that. I think okay. I did hear that. Yeah. Okay. But my second vote, like if I, if I could have made it through the pain, just, or just given a fucking Vicodin, my second vote, Jonathan Penner. Really? Or Yao Man. Wow. But you know what? You didn't watch Panama. Exactly what you said is what made me last through Panama. They got together, they're like, us four, yay. And then they figured out they couldn't stand each other. They were yeah. like, this is the worst alliance ever. Yeah, yeah, you gotta look a little bit before you jump in bed with them. Well, because- I, I flew to fucking <laughs> LA to meet with, Jonathan Pinner's the nicest guy in the world outside of Survivor. It's inside the game that he ain't the same person. Because I, I, I'm like, he sounds like Alan Alda. This guy's gonna be great. It's like watching MASH and playing Survivor. <laughs> uh- <laughs> The package looks nice till you get out there suffering. I'm always the same though. I'm just, yeah. I'm just fine. <laughs> that was the thing, like, like with, with with season forty phone calls and, and and other times that you know other like people about they're just like you know like because rumored innuendo has it that that Sandra is not afraid to pick up the phone and call anyone. Just who knows if that's true? But I'm I'm sitting there thinking I'm just like you don't know how motherfuckers live. Like, you know, outside the game, like, you know, it's high fives and, you know, whatever inside. the Like, you know, there's some lazy motherfuckers. There's some there's there's some there's some ornery motherfuckers. There's some there's some late sleepers. There's some I don't ever get water. Fuck that. There's there's some I don't talk because this is work. (laughs) That's a new one. I never heard that one. Um, Rumor may have it that but Sandra's never. Hi, Sandra. Good luck. Um, has never reached out to me about any. Nobody has. That's another thing. Like, what is wrong with me? 
Well, I, I, I think people you, you, are intimidated by you. Well, and you're also that's not. What I, so, that's what I may think. I, I, I think there, there's part of that, and you're not as socially, socially media active as, as mo- I mean, you're social on- media active. Like she's like, dude, Sari, your social game is is fucking awesome. So like, you're saying, like, legend. Johnny, you, you are, you're a legendary legend social. Standard. You're so, saying, yeah. Johnny, like the social media wise. Yeah, Twitter I mean, like, I, I can shoot, I can shoot you a message, and and like sometimes you reply back, and other times it'll be four months. <laughs> <laughs> I got a job and I'm busy. And I, well, that, I'm, I'm just saying people people, people might uh, translate that and maybe uh, she don't want to talk to nobody. But but honestly, I don't think if I were to play again, I am not looking for for a a multi person pregame alliance going going into the game. I have no because because I I just like I I had it. I I I. Okay. I felt I went to some of the to to possibly the strongest players that would be playing the game. I had them on my side, and I'm just like, this is the fucking gift of the Magi. This shit sucks. And he didn't call me. You see that? He said the strongest players, and he heard that, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't did. know you were on. People fair play. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't know you were on. <laughs> no, but it's because. Johnny Fairplay and Sari and myself, we love the game of Survivor. We respect it. I play by the rules too, Sari. So it's kind of like you want the it's, – it's a pure game, and you want it to be as pure as the first time you played it if possible. As a returnee, right. especially playing four fucking times, it's, it's, it's a different story, but – I it's say. hard. It's hard playing with someone you've never played before with, with before when you played four times. <laughs> Actually, I, my best season, the one I loved the most, was the first season because it was all new to me. It was all yeah. new to everybody that yeah. was there. That's what I, I, that's I, what I, I wanted I, to ask you, Sharia. I love I love the game of sixteen strangers or twenty yeah. strangers or eighteen yeah. strangers because because well, like you, you have you have that like. I mean, like, like, uh, me and Matt are, 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 are great friends. You and I are great friends. All right. S- suppose, suppose we go out there and it's just like, all right, well, who's final two? Because we have this friendship out, outside the game that fucks with that. Yeah. Like, it, like, it's just like, well, fuck, like, you know, Matt ain't gonna play cornhole with me anymore if I fucking vote him out. <laughs> and Sari ain't gonna, ain't gonna, you know, pour out some Hennessy whenever she sees me. Well, that's, so, that's, that's, that's the, that's the really crazy scenario because if there is a legends right which obviously i wouldn't be on i'm just a peon fans versus favorite guy but here's the thing you guys and we and we all like meet people at these events and and it's such a big family for the most part so like for you two going out on legends i mean if it's freaking johnny sari and you and lex and big time i mean all these people you love how in the world do you separate game from the friendships you've made outside of the game of Survivor at this point in time, being so many seasons? That would be hard for me. Because dance it- contest every night at the campfire, <laughs> and whoever, whoever finishes last at the dance contest is voted out. I, that's the only fair way to do it, I think. But I mean, Johnny, are you willing to stab like and Sari like like? I'm willing to the, dance. You're willing, I'm willing to, to dance. I'm willing to pop it off, motherfucker. It's a million dollars <laughs> on the line. So you're willing to do whatever it takes, basically. You know what I think the difference will be, though, if it is so-called legends or if we ever get that opportunity for people that, like you say, like we really love the game. Yeah. At the time that you get stabbed, it might hurt. Ouch. 
But once you get the stitches and you get home and you get a bath and it's cooled off and you come with a better mind and you think about this game that I love, if you really think about it, people are like, damn, they got me. If you're a true gangster, right, you're not going to be mad because somebody out gangstered you. You're going to take your hat off to them and not. And if you're playing legends, they're like, quote unquote, true gangsters. They shouldn't be catching feelings. Listen, I caught feelings every time. I was mad to talk to the people when we rode home on a plane. But when my cooler head prevailed and I thought about it, like, why, I, why are you mad? You can't be mad because they gamed you or they outgamed you or they played their game better than you played yours. And that's what I think you get from people who truly like just are fan diehard lovers of the show. Well, that makes, I mean, it is a game. It's the ultimate game. So, I mean, if Johnny and I play cornhole or some game of Monopoly, we're not going to fucking hate each other for life because of it. And in the legend season, I think everyone's going to respect the, the right. every, everyone's game. Uh, because That's that, like that, and even in, in the winner's deal, it's like right. the best of the best, the elite people and oh well fuck them they already have a million dollars i don't care (laughs) like i I will hurt every winner's feeling i don't i don't give a fuck about that (laughs) right so we do go he said he's okay if we vote him out (laughs) (laughs) what are you looking at me for oh if we if all three of us go out and we vote out johnny fairplay when we get when we get back it's going to be the best podcast ever. Everyone's going to be listening. <laughs> no, it's gonna, not. It's going to be you and Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, Sari, I hope I get the opportunity to see you and Johnny play again. And honestly, it's 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 been a it's been a complete honor to have you on our podcast. Like that, that's that's the beauty of these things. And I hope I get to meet you one day soon, Johnny. Thanks for for uh, like- making this happen. I, I have one final question, Sari, because th- this one this one is is has been on on the biggest rumored innuendo board uh, for the last two years now. David versus Goliath. Uh huh. Your son <laughs> is out there, and then mysteriously is not, and then Davy is. <clears throat> what do you think about that? <laughs> well, after I, um, you know what? I think that everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And I think when Jeff called me and said, you know what? Um, maybe we're wrong. But if we're not, I'd rather err on the side of let's take the extra precaution because how would it be if the great Cerise Fields' son um, didn't make it by his own choice? I chose those words good, right? Y'all like that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I, I, but, you know what I mean? And my son is just turned 21. He turned yeah. 21 March 5th. And my son is not as... Um, savvy as I am. He was kind of a little bit sheltered. Even though he probably would have been on the um, Davids, he wasn't a, he was, all he had to do was go to school and play ball. He wasn't really exposed to a lot. He lived in Connecticut and down south in Walterboro. He wasn't in the inner city as much as he should have been to be savvy for that game. And he's a kind-hearted kid, right? So, oh, and he just texted me. He must know I'm on. He's probably listening. Hey, <laughs> We're not live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Um, He's like, so, Mom, you're ruining it. They're not going to bring me back now. <laughs> I don't know. You never know. You never know. But I think what was meant to happen happened. And I'm actually grateful that it happened that way as opposed to what could have happened. Because I, also, they, Dr. Liza wasn't there. Okay. Had Dr. Liza been there, maybe it might have been different. I don't know. I, I never met um, Dr. Liza's uh, colleague that stands in when she takes time off. So, and Pooh, I told him, I know my boy, right? I said, Pooh, they ain't going to care about your attitude out there or if you hungry or if you need a little pep talk. So you got to get out of that sensitivity before yeah. you go. Like Pooh's, a, he's the baby. He's my baby. And yeah. I have, you know fully full-on baby mothered him you know what i mean so for him that this is his first experience and he's nervous and he needs that little pep talk there was nobody to give him the pep talk and when the lady saw that he was a little bit like mopey she like oh warning 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 uh, he might quit him out and i'd rather they err on that side than for something negative to happen well so maybe I, maybe tessa I, and i my wife and you and your son will be playing blood versus water three sometime in the future uh oh. <laughs> yeah. That, our 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 guess was that that they they saw blood versus water coming sooner rather than later on the pipeline, and they were just like, "Pull him now and let's save him for that." But but I guess hopefully. Yeah. Listen, I'm open to okay. all of it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, there there you, you that you you you've addressed the uh the rumor the rumor in any window. So uh, what a. You, you you didn't you're, you're not a winner so you were not you're not on 40 who is your winner pick i got i got i mean because you've played with a good chunk of these people so i i gotta before we let you go we, we got it we got to hear who you think wins season 40 wow you know what i like a lot of people out there too yeah. so um there is a shirt available at johnnyfearplay.com that says kim and Parvati and Sandra and Sari. Oh, I know. And, and you know, every time you order a shirt from JohnnyFearplay.com, you get a phone call from Johnny Fairplay thanking you from your for your purchase. Just Wait, so I get a free shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I need a large. I get, I get you a large. So, so I, anyone on that shirt, perhaps one of your picks? I mean, they that's, that's that's four pretty strong players right there. I know. You know what? I, honestly, if 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 they don't get her in the beginning. I think poverty could get it because poverty got it before poverty killed it in heroes versus villains. I think she played the best game in heroes villains. I think she played the best game of anyone I've ever seen play survivor in heroes versus villains. I I, I agree with you. I don't, I don't know. If the and, best and, best and I, and I think, I think you got to give Russell some credit. I know Russell didn't play the social game as well as party, but neither one of them won it. So I think she I think she used him and I, I think it was a bitter jury. And then I think he made yeah, definitely a bitter jury. Yeah. But I think they used each other. Uh, yeah. because you gotta give Russell a little bit of credit. I know I everybody give, don't I like give, I give Russell credit. I I just think she played an, an amazing game. And and I, I think what what's so deadly and, and, and what makes her such what what has Perfect. made her such such a target in the past is her sexuality. And, you know, she's still beautiful, but but that you know, I could, you know, I could possibly get that's off the table now that she's married and with child. And, and, and I think a lot of players fall into that trap of attempting to play the same game over and over again. And, and, you know, and, and a, 
a they don't find lightning in a bottle a second time and and, and it's a it's a poor second version of, of that first version but b the the adaptability isn't you know like a russell hans plays the same i mean like the the guy hasn't figured out he plays a shit game i mean like you know it that game doesn't work to win that like like i think your game i one one break a different way any season that you played you win the game there's no breaks that fall for russell that he wins with with with, with his you know, scorch the earth philosophy. I just don't <laughs> think it works. So, and that's not a dip. I mean, like you know, maybe maybe, know. maybe, maybe in the in the year three thousand when you know that we're ninety percent robots, that works. But but I think with Parvati, she has no choice but to do this Parvati two point and exactly. I'm I'm anxious to see it. And and I I think I think you're right. I think that character could win if she makes it through the the through the early early uh, steps. Right. If they don't come for her in the beginning, because there's some real uh, cutthroats out there. Officer Sarah, don't sleep on Officer Sarah. Officer Sarah went home and perfected her game and came back and put it all into action. So I wouldn't sleep on Officer Sarah. I wouldn't sleep on Jeremy. I wouldn't sleep on any of them. They all won. But if I had to pick one, I would say poverty. Wow. You heard it here first. Yeah, there you have it. I'm excited. I'm I'm going Nick Wilson. Really? Yeah, I, I got I got Nick and Wendell up there. Oh, see Wendell too, though, because Wendell's a male poverty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he is. Poverty. one point oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, well, well, Sari, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy sure. schedule to join us. It's been amazing. This has been so much fun. Thank you. Seriously, Johnny, and I'm not just saying this. I know. This has literally been one of my favorite podcasts that we've done. Mine too. Yeah, it's dope. I, lo- I love Sari. I mean, it is it is no like it will hurt so bad when she fucks me on season forty two and sends me home because I'm just like Sari. Remember that podcast? She's gonna be like, yeah, I remember, motherfucker. I wanted to go to bed, but it was ten twenty. I said, you know what? I'm gonna get this motherfucker back on forty two. Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember this. So will she? Right on. Yeah, and I'm saying I never got my shirt either, Johnny. Oh, that old fuck. You get that shirt? Oh, Johnny's gonna send you a shirt and. Uh, thank you guys listeners right. make sure to check this out on our patreon page and Sari, have a good night and uh thank see you guys next week on survivor nsfw cheers everybody thanks for having me